else. Your tips powered by Pro Group Racing, uh, Daggy and Beaver with you uh, to look forward to Saturday racing after a brief freshen up, uh, a half a week off, and we're back to Saturday racing now. Uh, tricky day coming up, Beaver. Uh, two, we've got Fresh Mooney Valley, which can be a bit tricky, and Randwick, uh, a lot of form from heavy back to, to dry, um, a lot of a few fresh up horses, a few horses that might be better suited finally getting back on the dry. So a bit to wade through. Uh, how's lockdown life in Sydney? Uh, lockdown life is locked down, mate. So uh, just trying to uh, keep myself busy. Uh, got enough happening with work, and then just trying to keep active outside of that, mate, and keep the keep the mind ticking over so I can find some winners. Beautiful, it's all you can do, um, and a good way to keep it ticking over. One of the great challenges in life is uh, is wading into the form. Uh, so we'll get. Should we head to Roundwick first, though? So uh, over the next few weeks. A lot of meetings have been moved from what I've read today. Uh, a lot of stuff's been moved out of Rose Hill and Warwick Farm towards, I see there's a Kembla Saturday coming up in a few weeks again, I think, and there's uh, a few more Kenzo and Newcastle meetings uh, on the horizon, but we'll cross those bridges when we come to it. Uh, for now, we are heading to Roundwick with the rails in the 12-metre mark to the 910 for the remainder, which um, I couldn't find a heap of historical stuff about. Uh, but I've got a feeling it may by the end of the day be outside fence. We know sort of once you get a bit wider at Roundwick, uh, looking at the outside fence, it is a bit quicker out there. As I've said, it's currently soft, but some good drying conditions around. Uh, I think we, we're going to be on a good track, and uh, I think it might be. It's a very interesting day's racing. We kick off uh, with the 1300 metre benchmark, 72. Uh, not the easiest kick off in the world, Beaver. How did you start the day? Yeah, um, I didn't think it was overly a tricky race, to be honest. Uh, there's a few horses here in the last couple of starts that have got some reasonable form. I think the top four have all sort of pretty much won or come second in their last start, if not won the start before that. Um, look, I, I narrowed it down to two, um, and I've got Skedaddle on top. Um, I thought it, its win last start midweek was pretty soft and won well uh, after it resumed and was caught a little bit wide um, when resuming and was still a nice run. Uh, the format of that race has stood up. And then, um, yeah, it's stepped up in distance and won very nicely at Kensington last start. Uh, look, I think this sets up pretty nicely again for it. It's got the two kilo claim. So I've got it on top. Um, the main danger I've got is super effort. Um, look, uh, flew home last start at Randwick. Once it got clear, uh, it was a nice run and wasn't far off a horse um, such as Fast Coney, who's going fantastically well at the moment. So I think that was a nice little run with that. And you can line that form up. Um, and then prior to that, uh, one nicely up at Newcastle fairly comfortably. So I think it could be um, the main danger third up after a spell. So I've gone for those two. Yeah, similar. Uh, I thought there was – I like Sk – Skedaddle's win, I think, was better than – I know it sort of had a bit of a few favours, but uh, once it found space and it, it did have to do a bit of chasing for a while there along the rail, and once it uh, got in top gear, it was it was pretty good. Um, I like what you've said about super effort. I think the step up in distance definitely suits. It uh, just ground through the line but hit it pretty well. I think Rustic still might I, – I have no real basis for it, but I think Rustic still might be – potentially the best horse in the race, but uh, it, it doesn't have a great deal of guts to the form. 
Uh, and then you've got Salik who was off the rail, Canterbury, and I think Joviality will run better back to dry as well. So uh, I know I've mentioned five horses there, but I think um, I think the market's about right in shorts. Cadet will, will run quite well, and I, and I do like the each way around super effort. Uh, well, it's actually been back since I've looked, since I uh, did the film, so I guess a positive sign there. Uh, race two, the highway, did you spend any time on this? No, I didn't spend any time on this, mate. Uh, really hard to line up, and a lot of horses coming into this with some decent forms. A uh, bit, bit too hard for me. Yeah, I, I didn't do much form beyond I, I had a look at the market, and I thought perfect pitch might be over the odds at 20s, but it, it hasn't done a lot. It hasn't won for a very long time. Um, so we'll move on to the third, which is the uh, benchmark 78 over the 1,800 metres, uh, where... Uh, I think you've got to sort of stick with La Chevalier again. Uh, a favourite here. It was pretty pretty impressive at the end of the day. It had the perfect run, but still rolled in, was strong through the line. The only concern about it I have is the um, is the wet, to bringing the wet form to the dry now. Um, I thought Badush should have finished closer. Uh, I did think it got a bit lucky from that point of view. And But uh, we'll see how Badush, we'll see how this stacks up because uh, I could probably back Badush again off that run uh, later in the day. So Le Chevalier on top from the obvious in Zing. Um, outside that, I didn't find a great deal. Uh, potentially maybe the, the Hawks horse down the bottom just might be fresh blood there and was okay. Um, and it's about 17 bucks uh, from the gate. I think can maybe be the one at a price. If you're looking for one, Recolto, that is number 11. Uh, how do you line them all up? Yeah, pretty much like you did, mate. So I was, I was going to mention that to you, Stone with Thunder there, but um, Le Chevalier, uh, that's all good. Um I do like, I, I tipped it last start and it won well and knuckled down and uh, thought it was quite a good win and its form price for that was, was fairly solid and um, sh- should be able to go on with it now. I don't think this is a stronger affair than what it won last start, to be brutally honest. I think it probably slightly little weaker affair. Um, and I thought it, at odds around the $17 mark, as you mentioned, Recalta um, from the Hawks stable. I think it um, steps up in distance here. Um, it was nice at Newcastle and then powered home last start against Canadian Spice who um, had all the favours uh, controlling the pace. So I think it could be the knockout chance um, if you're looking for some value. Very good. Uh, great minds do think alike sometimes. The uh, the boys' version is race number four, again, over the 1,800 metres, another 78, where uh, the horse I just spoke about now, which is Badush, uh, now gets... Hugh Bowman off a, a luckless run last start out to a distance that it's probably ready for as well uh, and will run well. Obviously terrified of criminal code but uh, and uh, Brock Ryan's flying. So the market's right. I don't have a real lot to add beyond that. The other chances in the markets are the obvious chances there. Um, not a great deal to add in terms of market. Uh, how do you line them up? Yeah, I've gone for Mr. G in this. Uh, I thought the last two runs since coming back from the Queensland Derby um, have been outstanding. Um, look, it really it really let down nicely last start. Um, I was super impressed by that win. Um, it beat Shuffle Up by two and a half lengths and Shuffle, Shuffle Up came out and won yesterday um, very nicely. It hit the line really hard. So I think that's pretty good um, form lines and a good pointer for this. Um, I like to f- follow uh, 
sort of that winning form in the in the winter and particularly if the horses that they beat come out and run well. So I think Mr. G around the 550 marks, very $6 maybe, um, is a very nice bet. Criminal Code won well last start, but it was well-backed, um, which was always a good pointer. Um, so I'll be seeing, keen to see if there's any money for it as well. Uh, but Mr. G for me, I think it's hardest to beat. Yeah, um, very good. The nine-day backup there as well. Um, another tick for Mr. G. Uh, let's get to the midway benchmark, 72 over the 1,300 metres. Uh, well, obviously, Zorocat bolted one in a few weeks back and um, is the starting point in the market for for decent enough reason. The two uh, at odds that I'm interested, that I'll, I will play each way in, uh, with uh, Liston Varner, who's been going around midweek grade for a while, but carrying big weights for a long time, uh, and been carrying sixties and sixty ones for and now for the first time in uh, a life age is down to fifty five. With uh, I know it's Kathy O'Hara, but I think he's potentially or used to at least be the best horse in the race. Um, it's now two years between wins, which is an obvious concern, and probably why it's seventeen dollars. I believe is that right? Seventeen. And um, Epic Dan was just given uh, none last time and really hit the line well, goes from uh, The Apprentice to Nash, uh, outside gate. Uh, I'd hope by race five we have a feel for whether the outside fence is a place to be and uh, yeah, I'm pretty keen to follow that one as well. So there's the two, two I'm, I'm interested to play at double figures in this race. Um, what about yourself? Yeah, look, I didn't really like the race at all, to be brutally honest. I found it... Um Pretty hard to line the form up. I know Zara Cat won well last start, but to beat Asham, who was pretty disappointing last week. So, again, um, hard to get a guide on on that form. Um, Catapult, I did tip last week. It was a little bit disappointing. May improve third up and might be a victim of um, the second up syndrome. But, yeah, outside of that, I thought, I thought you're – you're picking uh, Epic Down was a, not a bad one. If you're looking for something at odds around the $15 mark, um, certainly a, a, a fair shout. So, yeah, didn't really like the race. I'd be looking for value. Epic Down might be the one. Beautiful. Uh, race six is 1,500-metre benchmark 78. Uh, a few of our usual suspects here. Um, do you want to lead us away on this one? Oh, mate, I thought this was nearly if not harder than the last one. You've got a lot of horses in the market here that actually don't, the top three, they don't win very often. They always no. promise to, to run well next start. Canasta, um, who races on the pace. Um, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't back it. Um, as favourite, Betcha Flying uh, is capable of a good run. It's probably the, the one I'd lead to more so out of, and worry of uh, falls. I just can't back at the moment. So I've, uh, sort of fell into it a couple of times. This preparation uh, not any longer for me. Um, so I went. I went for a little bit wider in the market, and I come up with the resuming Dick Whittington. Um, I thought it could run well, uh, probably short of its best, but can certainly win a race like this. Fresh, um, drawn wide, could be suited. Get into the running line um, and power down the outside if it's. Uh, if the track is playing that way, and I thought um, the top weight, Mr. Tipler, I thought it was um, quite good value and, and could run well. It's um, had former Caulfield, a uh, couple of lengths behind King Magnus, who's been outstanding in its last two runs, and then prior to that was only a couple of lengths behind Corner Pocket. 
So I, I think if you saw a horse like King Magnus or Corner Pocket in this race, um, you'd want to be on. And I tell you what, they'd probably be starting even money. Um, so a horse that's only been a couple of lengths behind them, um, I'm happy to play. Gets a couple of kilo claim from Tom Sherry, so it's not weighted all that bad with 60 kgs on the back. Uh, drawn well. Mr. Tipler for me and Dick Whittington going wider in the market. Yeah, well, um, first of all, God bless King Magnus. It was about the only highlight of last Saturday. But, um, the yeah, Dick Whittington was ridden out in, in the last trial but responded okay. Um, so it doesn't have to have a great deal of talent to be competitive here. I went looking for the... Um, the Vitesse race, um, the two out of that, which was Monagal, who was uh, sort of given none, and um, flashed home down the outside. Ho- I've sort of based this around hopefully the outside fence being the place to be, or at least middle of the track. Uh, and the horse that finished alongside it as a result as well, Think Free, I thought it was pretty good, first time in town. Uh, probably should have won. Uh, Vitesse is uh, honest, we know what we get there, and would probably be... Um, around the same price as Canasta in this market if it was here. So happy to play them. They were both a little bit longer when I did the form. Uh, but, yeah, natural incl- inc- inclination, if I can get that one out, uh, was to look for a bit of value again in a, in a wide race. Uh, first leg of the quaddy is the 1,400-metre benchmark 88. Um, I don't know. I could almost go the field here in the, in the quaddy because um, I could make a case for all of them. Uh Vitesse I just mentioned there. I'm the thing is I I am against Blondo because I thought it had the it had the rails uh, at Randwick on a rails day. Um, got out and just sniped late. So if I'm against that, uh, I think Surf Dancer can beat at home here. But then I don't know if that's a, a drag on Surf Dancer. So then I by the time I did a few circles and and looked at Mirror Vision and Dream Circle again and um, went up and down and, and looked back at Madam Legends first up. I decided there's probably five horses that can win. Um, what am I ultimately saying? I don't know. Maybe Madam Legend on top from the rest just because it's the fresher blood. But um, did you have a clearer picture? Uh, I went for Madam Legend. I thought its first up run was pretty good. Mm. Um, liked the way it won. Uh, it was pretty convincing in that win. As you've highlighted there, this is a you know probably a fairly tough uh, race here, but I just think it's probably the horse on the way up here if it can hold that form. Um, I certainly think it's hardest to beat. Um, Bondo, I think you're right. It had the sit and sniper last uh, start. Prior to that, it had been a little bit disappointing. Again, Bondo is one of those horses, if the money comes for it, I'd probably want to back it. If it doesn't, then it generally doesn't win. It's had the five starts this prep, and both times they've backed it. Um, in its one and the other three starts where it's been in the market and been a bit soft in the market or just steady uh, has been disappointed. So, again, I put Blondo in the category of watch the, watch the market and if there's money for it, uh, you probably know to back it. If there's not, uh, save your money and go elsewhere. But for me, Madam Legend, um, at this stage, I think it sets up nicely for it. Excellent. Uh, race number eight is 1,000 metre, 72 uh, again, it's a wide open affair. I think uh, this and the last, both very wide open. Um, what are you doing in the sprint? Yeah, tough race. I I thought I'd go for um, Remlap's gem here. Uh, I think it'll be on the pace, um, if not leading. And um, hopefully it'll just get a, a decent enough um, run in transit here without too much pressure. And I'm um, hopefully... it. 
it can stick on. It's, it's a pretty gritty type of a uh, horse. Um, obviously doesn't want it much further than a, a thousand metres. It's back from Grafton and Grafton form sometimes stands up coming back to um, this type of class in the city. Um, and it was favourite there and it had to do all the bullocking work and the second favourite dual spirit sat behind it and blew past it in the last little bit, but it had the sit and was just too strong. Um I'm hope, hoping it'll just get a bit more luck in running here with uh, a bit less uh, pressure and uh, be hard to beat. Yeah, cool. That was a yeah, that was a seventy-five thousand dollar race. So it was a fe- the feature race day at Grafton as well. So um, fair enough. There, I went looking. Oh, I, I, yeah, I struggled with the race. End up coming back to um, I think the drive for Nikolai Beagle really suits it. Uh, by this stage, hopefully, outside gate can uh, show the turn of foot it showed first up. Uh, Nash goes on f- to that. Uh, and I had a, I had three looks at Zellify, who um, is off a three-month spell, no trial, fresh 1,000 metres, off a couple of decent wins um, before it went out. But uh, again, looking for value in, in a wide field, they were the two I'd be looking to play. You can make a case for uh, what you said about Realmaps. Jam is right. I uh, could almost make a case for the Neon Knight. Uh, Van Giz is going okay. Yeah, I thought Neon Knight, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, a tricky race, but, um, for me, I'd be looking for, for the value there. Um, the, the two I mentioned, uh, Zellify and Nikolai Beagle, hopefully back to the dry and, uh, isn't just a freshie. Uh, second last is the 1100 meter benchmark 88, uh, space boy leads the market back from Flemington. Are you looking to go to that form or are you going somewhere else? I'm definitely going to that form. Uh, that was a great run by Space Boy first up. Uh, they took it to Melbourne. It, it actually, I'm not sure it actually even led. It was sort of on the pace or near the pace and then and um, really stuck to its guns really well. It was a different style of run from Space Boy than I've seen before, and that may have been because it was the straight course and not around a band uh, where it likes to get out in front and give them something to catch. And I think it'll probably go towards that type of run here that'll certainly take the pay, take it, take on the lead and hope to hold on. And I think it might be just a bit too speedy and good for these. Probably a little bit concerned about the jockey, but does get the three kilo claim. But just um, as long as... Uh, she can rate it well enough in front. Uh, could be the hardest horse to get past here. Yeah, I'm less worried about those sort of jocks. Uh, well, the three kilo claiming girl when they're on a leader because it's sort of one job yep. at the front and hold on time. And a shorter race. And 1,000 metres. So um, the two at value, though, uh, that I sort of went looking for, one's 23 bucks on Fullerage, uh, just pen last prep. Uh, two nice trials. And um, drawn hopefully outside the track if it is the right place to be, and it's twenty three dollars here. It'll probably just tag Space Boy uh, if it's not a, a mad pace first up. Uh, I think it's a talented horse, uh, and Valaquenta hasn't had the greatest of luck. But I just I went looking for some fresh stuff uh, ahead of some of the up and going winter form, which um, I guess Space Boy does fit that category. Uh, could I have a a look at Outback Diva, which was forties, and I think is just tumbling a little bit as well. When I did the form, 1,300 metre, race 10, benchmark 78, uh, wraps us up where it is $7 the field. And uh, I 
am not sure. I end up just coming back to Vitesse because it's up going and at least we'll be in front and be giving you a, a decent sight. Um, Cube Morale, decent enough last week, winning on the quick backup. Uh, and Cordia back to dry and getting J-Mac um, third pick for me. What? Uh, how have you done this race? Yeah, I slightly lent towards Cordia being third up and back to the dry. I think that really suits um, uh, the setup here for him. I thought it worked to the line not too bad uh, last start. But, yeah, certainly um, doesn't really handle the, the softer tracks. And back to, on the good track, I think um, we might see a better horse here um, than what we've seen um, the last couple of runs. So willing to spec Cordia there on the on the better track. And I thought the biggest danger was uh, Knight of Power. Um, resume with a nice run. And uh, certainly if they're finishing on um, down the middle of the track or wider down the track later in the day, it's, um, it could be hard to beat. Yeah, Knight of Power's in the um, I want to see it win one category at the moment for me. Yes. Um, which I found a few of today, I suppose. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, Sydney Quaddy, let's do that first. Uh, a wide open affair. Uh, you can veto as we go, I suppose, Beaver. Uh, first leg, one new arrangement, two Surf Dancer, four Dream Circle, five Mirror Vision, nine Madam Legend. La Gay Soleil, question mark? Yes or no? Nah. Leave it out. That's fine. Uh, second leg, uh, take on the two toppies. Three Nikolai Beagle, four Remlaps Gem, seven Neon Knight, 11 Zellify. Um, you may as well play for some value throughout the day unless you want to have some coverage from the favourites here. No, that's fine. Uh, third leg, one Space Boy, four Perigord, finally breaking through. Seven Valaquenta, eleven on Florage, um, two Iron Power should probably go in, and let's come home with one Cordia, three Cuban Royale, six Knight of Power, and uh, the two Emergencies if they get a run, which would be uh, twelve Think Free and thirteen Vitesse. We'll see if they get a start. Um, your best and value. Yeah, my best bet of the day comes up in race nine, number one, Space Boy. I'm making Space Boy my best bet of the day. And my value bet is race four, number five, Mr. G. Yeah, nice. Um, tough day for me. I I think Monagall has to run a place. I'm going to make it my best. I think it won't miss a place, similar to Badouche. My value, let's make it on Florage at the 20s. Just um, let's finish the racing season with a bit of value. As we head down to Mooney Valley, so first up for a while, Mooney Valley, uh, I believe there's been some COVID scares, a few issues down there as well, um, some fresh staff in for the meet, but we kick off the rail in the three metre mark, look, fresh Mooney Valley can tend to play on pace, um, so a bit scared of that, but three metres is generally the, the fairest track position, uh, some rain around on a day two, so again, nervous given uh, we can see when it does rain throughout a Mooney Valley meeting, it it can uh, sort of collapse a bit as well. So I've treated it as an on-pace day, and let's see how that plays out. Any Anything to add? No, I think um, that's a fair assumption of how the track might play. And, yeah, you could be right. Uh, on-pace might be the way to play, but we'll get a good guide on that on the first couple of races. 
100%. So we're going to kick off in the first uh, where everything should set up for Jigsaw. A pretty soft win first up. Caulfield, it'll get control here. We'll know, have a decent guide. Maybe not a decent guide because uh, I think it's the best horse and we'll get we'll get a lead and we'll have the rail in its favour early. Uh, and if it bolts away, we might be looking on pace. If something swoops and uh, it turns a bit of sound there, uh, the warning lights might be on. Um, you starting with the favourite in the first? Yeah, 100%. I think this horse has got a bit of ability and uh, love the way it won first up and it'll be winning again here. Second is the 1,000 uh, metre for the two-year-old girls. A bit of a wider affair. Uh, how are you going to play this? Yeah, this was a really wide affair, tricky race. Um, lots of horses in the market here that have got some um, nice winning form and a number of the ones in the market are all resuming here. I've gone for um, La, La Roque uh, from the Mercatus stable. Uh, liked its first two wins, uh, won comfortably, uh, went well in the market at Pakenham and then come to Flemington and won a, won a really nice race at Flemington um, down the straight course when it started odds on. Uh, liked the way it trialled at Terralgan, wasn't knocked about um, and did enough. Uh, only concern here is the, the draw, mm. the gate 13, but um, it's going to probably go forward, so I'm not too worried about that. It'll come out, come running and uh, be in the lead or just outside the lead, and uh, hopefully it's... Uh, as we, as we know, it was said, it's a leader, sort of bit of a leader track. I found the same horse. I think it's, she's a nice um, a nice big uh, beast of a thing, and she was pretty impressive both starts. And uh, hopefully, yeah, like you said, there's enough where Daniel Morgan get across. I like the senior jockey uh, on the top weight too from out there. Uh, but it's a good race. Uh, I think the stable mates are danger, and I think um, and I, I've had a, a couple looks at the 50s, Oh, at uh, Chimes from Gay Waterhouse, uh, trialled pretty well in Sydney. He's gone down there. Uh, I thought it was interesting uh, and it's just something outside the market. But uh, interesting that we found the same horse. I think it is a talented girl and we'll, we'll see where she heads come spring. Race number three over the mile is the is a handicap. Uh, this is the first sort of clash of some fresh blood and some up and going winter stuff. Um Al Galeo, we know, we know likes the track, has bowled in here fresh uh, before, comes off a nice trial and is $9. And this is probably the first instance I was just looking for that fresher horse. Um, happy to sort of stay there. I think the other two in the market are the obvious. They'll both be close to the pace and be rolling along. Um, I'll, I would slightly be concerned about no effort, just, um, just had a slight concern over the jockey there. Um, but I think our Glail, best horse, and uh, can be in the finish. How have you lined him up? Yeah, I've gone for no effort. Uh, I do have a slight concern over the jockey. We've got a three kilo claim here. Uh, we'll go forward and be on pace. Uh, and winning form is good form. Uh, happy to happy to um, play along there. And I think it's probably. Yeah, I think it'll just get more. It'll be more suited in the run than High, High Stranger. High Stranger is going to have to come from back in the field. Not convinced the short straight is totally up its alley at um, Mini Valley, even though it's one one from one out of here. Uh, its record over this type of distance is is not great. Um, so I've gone for nine effort. 
no effort there, and I thought higher motion resuming um, might be a bit of a knockout chance um, if they can be running home. Uh, be looking for, for than this, and we'll be looking for for um, sort of different races, but uh, certainly up to this standard if it's ready to go. Race number four is the Cox Plate Start uh, handicap. Well, it's twenty four twenty two. What are we? Two thousand and forty meter start. Uh, are you with the Cox Plate horse, or have you looked for something else here? All right, I've gone for Buckhurst. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep, you want to tell us about um, <laughs> Well, look, mate, um, Irish horse that they've now brought here, I thought its first two runs um, were pretty good in Australia. Uh, finished... Uh, last year in October, what was it in the Caulfield Cup, wasn't it? Um, uh, Cox, uh, both Caulfield ran, Cup, Cox Plate, yeah. Yeah, um, in the Caulfield Cup, it was three lengths off, very elegant, uh, which was a nice run. It was well in the market, around the $11 mark. And then uh, we know the Cox Plate wasn't probably uh, greatest track of all time. Um, and so, yeah, it's probably can put a line through that form. Um, this is a lot weaker affair than uh, meeting the likes of Very Elegant and Anthony Van Dyke and uh, Sir Dragon Ace. So $4, I'm surprised that it is not the favourite. I think it'll start favourite um, and certainly be hardest to beat. Yeah, I found the same one. I think it gate one, it just sits right on Nudge Bar's back and uh, Ben Mellon will pop out um, top of the straight. And hopefully, if it uh, runs up to its best form, it will win this race. It uh, does have a win over Sir Dragon A back in a previous life. Uh, and, yeah, started $11 in a Caulfield Cup, $26 in a Cox Plate. Uh, is decent enough form for this. If the rail is hot, uh, Nudge Bar's the one there that's going to be rolling along under Craig Newitt up on the fence. Uh, yeah, I think um, if you're looking at that, I'm assuming they've got similar um, similar races in mind of what they had last year. And if it wants to be running in Crawford and Cox Plates, it's got to be beating that as that lot, surely. Yeah, agree. Over um, any distance at any time in their campaign. 100%. Uh, the 1514 metre handicap is race number five. Shot price favourite off the super impressive win. I am Thunderstruck leads the market. Uh, is that how you lean? I've actually gone the other way. I've actually gone for Tuvalu. Um, I thought, I know it, uh, I'm Thunderstruck beat, uh, beat it quite comfortably last start, but Tuvalu had to sit off the pace uh, and it did get held up for a bit there and, and Thunderstruck... Um, you know, exploded down the outside and uh, got the jump there and, and won quite comfortably, in, in fairness. I just think the other horse will be further improved by that. Mm-hmm. And I actually think it might get control here. Um, and again, I think if it does get control, um, it might be able to uh, dictate the pace. And if it can run the right sectionals, uh, might be the hardest to beat. Yeah, no, cool. I think it will definitely uh, at least close the margin. Uh, it, yeah, you're right, held up. And it's two uh, good wins, first prep at lead. So fitter for the run, uh, $4 is... Um, look, I think the market's right. I think I Am Thunderstruck will start in the black. 
uh, despite the win. Uh, we'll know track pattern by now anyway. I end up sticking with Thunderstruck just because it was so impressive, um, basically being untouched, but I uh, definitely think the gap's close. And um, Scenes Express is the one at value there that um, is flying at the moment, and, and that form's been okay. The Foxy Freeder at Flemington form. Say that uh, through five times fast. Uh, a mile is race number six. Starts a quaddy benchmark 78 for the girls. Um, what are you doing in this, this one? Yeah, I didn't like the race much at all, to be totally honest. Um, I see Betcha Flying has uh, also nominated to come to Melbourne uh, for this race here. I kind of, at the end of the day, ended up going back to the favourite, Godeline, who is $4.60, so still very backable odds. Um, it, it finished off really nicely last start. It was doing its, its best work um, at the end of the race and, and pulled away and won fairly comfortable. And prior to that, uh, again, it had formed through King Magnus, uh, which is good form. Um, so it gets out to the right distance um, as well here. Um at 1,600 again, uh, third up, um, hard to beat, and a three-kilo claim. This is a, a track pattern race for me. If it is the rail, uh, I want to back, so you assume, at around the $8.50, it'll start shorter if it is. Uh, down in weight goes from Alana Kelly to Dean Yendel. Uh, it'll be rolling along on pace and it'll be very hard to run down. Uh, if we are swooping, if it is the classic swooping at Mooney Valley, then... Uh, Lady Dioro, $9.50, and Godeline will be the two coming down the outside, and I would be happy to back both of them at that price. Um, so very much a track pattern set up for the rest of the day here for me, uh, which we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, 2,500-metre benchmark, 78. Uh, I'm sticking with the impressive. I was, had a question mark over it last time, but Smoking Romans was imp- super impressive last time. Um, car sticks, gates, less of a concern over 2,500 metres, uh, so it'll find a spot, and I think it's up and going now, and the one to beat. Um, anything to add? Yeah, nothing to add here, mate. I think um, looks to be one of the better bets on the program. Uh, loved it to win last start. Um, even its run before that was still pretty impressive. It was second and three decent horses all went across the line together there. Uh, not so worried about the the track pattern or, or anything in the 2,500-metre race here. Uh, this horse can get back and finish well or it can sit sit within striking range and uh, still finish off its races. Yeah, it looks a nice bet to me. The second last is, uh, well, the widest race, the day three odds over the... 2040 uh did you could you separate these no i couldn't um found it really hard i ended up going down into um into the market at 16 dollars and the number 12 cletus um it's only lightly raced only had the two runs um and i thought they were pretty good its first run it finished third at wangaratta over the 1300 um and then come out over the mile at Cranbourne and won really easily um, and um, was on pace. So I'm thinking here, may well get up on pace again here um, and be hard to beat. Uh, improving horse, working through the classes. Uh, I thought about $16, uh, not without a chance. 
Uh, yeah, well, um, outside lead last start, number 12, Cletus on top for me. <laughs> you stole my thunder there. So it um, this is very much track, a track-dependent race if we are on pace. Uh, I'll back it in flossing because Craig Neal will take it straight to the front and be very hard to run down. Uh, if it's not and it becomes a swoopers, uh, I probably won't have take any part in the race. I may still, at that price, I can probably still back Cletus anyway. Um, but uh, I thought it was that last win was, was okay with a bit in hand. So we'll wait and see how the track plays. But um, nice find there. It's a, a bit scary. It uh, is. Let's uh, take it home with the 1,200-metre benchmark, 70. And, uh, well, I'll wrap up the day. I don't, again, don't overly like the race. I think if it's on pace, uh, I'm more than happy to back Imperial Lad. Uh, Alana Kelly rolling along in front. A little, a little honest uh, battler who you know what you're going to get. Uh, if we're making ground, uh, I'll be backing Flash Flood uh, off the impressive, went out with the impressive track and distance win um, just before well, last prep. And... Um, Jamie Carr, gate 11, will be in the right spot, I would hope. How are you finishing the day? Yeah, I, I, I narrowed it down to two. I had Flash Flood as one, and I also, um, on top, but I also like Rock in the Park. Um, I thought it was a really good win first up. Uh, Ex-New Zealander, who had some really good form in New Zealand, then had its two starts last prep in Australia and didn't do much and didn't show much at all. But they were in pretty decent races. Um, they were in races um, behind Regards Marie, who was flying at that time and has a bit of ability um, at Caulfield on Australia Day, I think it was. And then... Um, came out at Ballarat and didn't do a lot as well. It was only a couple of lengths off um, Revelous, but then uh, was quickly spelled and then brought back last start. It was long odds at 40, 40s and flew home and did the business. And uh, at $12 here, I think it can also be a chance um, sitting off the pace and if they're finishing on okay, um, hard to beat. Yeah, nice. Uh, very interesting one there. Um do you want to lead us in the uh, Victorian Quaddy? Yeah, I'll lead us in the Victorian Quaddy, mate. Um, let me just have a look. Here we go. You ready? Fire away. Numbers two, three, six, ten, eleven. Yep. Uh, as I said, uh, Lady Dora would be the only one I might add there. In the second leg, I'm going five and six. Yep. Just going skinny there. In the third leg, I'm going number one, number three, number four. Five, six, and 12. Yep. Slightly wider there. And then to finish the day, I'm going numbers one, seven, 10, and 18. Yep, I like it. Uh, very good. Or progroupracing.com.au. Check out Progroup Racing for their free tips and extensive guides on the verge of a new racing season. 
Uh, what is your best end value at Mooney Valley? Yeah, my best is race seven, number five, Smoking Romans. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, got a bit of a liking for that. And then my value bets of the day uh, came up in the last. Race nine, number seven, Rock in the Park. Very good. Uh, I'll make my... I'll make my best race one, number one, uh, Jigsaw on a, on a tricky day. And my value, uh, so you assume if the rails are on, uh, I'll be backing that later in the day. Have you got anything for us up north? Uh, don't even know where we are. Yep. Eagle Farm. Eagle Farm, mate. I uh, do have a few up north for us. Um, you'll be glad to hear. Uh, race three, number eight, Luna Mia. Uh, roughly around the four fifty five dollar mark. I think that's a really nice bet. I need to get that alarm and the Masara alarm. Yes. Um, race seven, number seven, Triple Ace. Mm. Race eight, number one, Emerald Kingdom. And the five dollars, and to finish the day, uh, nice bet in the last race nine, number one, Eloquently. And the three dollars ten at the moment. I know that was very impressive last week, but uh, I didn't quite understand the ride on the favourite in that race. But oh, it was a shocker. Was That's a, why. Yeah. Uh, but it was very. It was impressive. an absolute shocker. Uh, and there were yeah. that was a story of the day last Saturday. Um, there was a few that a few rides that I didn't quite comprehend. Let's say, uh, for, yes, for au, it's been show us your tips. If you are listening or watching us on YouTube or Spotify, give us a like and a subscribe. Jump on our socials under the same name, and of course, check out progretracing.com.au uh, for more. Stay safe, Sydney siders, uh, through lockdown. Hopefully, we're all um, back to back to what we do sooner rather than later but in the meantime there's not much else to do but have a bet on the saturday so good luck punters and beaver i will see you for the midweek show uh next midweek (laughs) catch you guys